Steel Curtain Network. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, we are back for another Mike Tomlin Tuesday press conference just finished up here that started at noon Eastern time. Lots going on, so let's dive into it. Lots of questions about this terrible game from this past week and what the Steelers are going to do to remedy their problems. We got very limited answers, but some interesting tidbits with things from Mike Tomlin, who started everything off with his typical good afternoon, and he said, obviously not what we desired in Houston. Uh, yep, that was pretty obvious, Coach. Um and then he got into the theme of everything that he felt was the biggest issue going on. And I can understand where he's coming from. I know a lot of fans want to talk specifically about play calling, coordinator coaches, things. I agree. But Coach Tomlin is you know, trying to fix this team. And he said something that I believe was true. Houston was more physical and played harder. You're right, Coach. Houston was more physical and played harder, and that was evident throughout the first half. Um, he said – so the first thing Coach Tomlin is saying is he was looking at the practice attire. He said later on he was making this decision on the sidelines during the game that he's like, we've got to be in pads on Wednesday. Um, he said, you know, they've just been in helmets too much. Talked later on that I, – I didn't have a note to, to this, so I'll bring it up now – that the – Sometimes when you practice in full pads, it is more exclusive because players that could do things in helmets that are limited could do more when they're in helmets, but can do a lot less when you're in full pads. Uh, Coach Tomlin said they were trying to be more inclusive the last couple weeks. They were dealing with a short week, two weeks in a row, because he considered last week a short week because they didn't arrive home until Monday because of their plane issues and all that. So trying to get back – that, that was just a byproduct of, of their schedule and their situations that they weren't able to do that. And Coach Tomlin's like, it, it, it caught up to us. Um, he, he said that they they chose to defer at the beginning to really get things rolling and then turned around and gave up a 15-play drive. Said they didn't play well on second and long. Had a lot of times where they did well on first down, but when it came to second down, got them in a bad situation. What did the Steelers do? They gave up a big play on second and long. He actually talked about that some more um, in the question and answer period. Uh, he said you can't warm up the physicality. When you warm up the physicality, you end up down by 13 or 16 points. Uh, that's that's right, Coach. Um I'll I'll throw some more thoughts about this maybe in at the end. Um, he he said you just that, that they came out more physical in the third quarter, got some three and outs, um, but they but offensively they couldn't finish drives and had to settle for field goals. Um, they said that there's a there's lots to do that they need to do better. They're still a group in development, but they're a group that took a big step back last week. Um, talked used the word pad level many times throughout this press conference. Kept talking about the pad level um, and, and the way Coach Tomlin talks about that. Now, as a former coach, I think most people know this. When you talk about pad level, it's like, are you playing low enough? If you're not playing low enough, then, then your opponent has the opportunity to get an advantage. So by talking about pad level, how do you practice pad level? By being in pads. Um, and then, of course – Coach Tomlin said, you know, they're excited to get back to a normal week of preparation. 
Then he went into the injuries, got some good news on the Kenny Pickett front. He says it is a bone bruise, and he is scheduled to participate in practice in some way on Wednesday. Now, does that mean he'll be a full participant? No, I expect Kenny Pickett to be limited on Wednesday. That Right now, that sounds like that is already been decided. You can go ahead and write that one down. Kenny Pickett, limited Wednesday. Why is he going to be limited? Especially if they're on pads, he's not going to be able to do everything. But they've already made the decision. They're going to try to see what all he can do. And limited could be anything from taking one, one rep during practice to taking all but one rep in practice. That's the range. So Kenny Pickett's going to fall in there somewhere um, on Wednesday. Dan Moore Jr. has been ruled out for this week already, and Pat Frermuth is listed as doubtful. So to me, that's going to be Frermuth out as well. Um, don't be shocked. The Steelers um, made, a, made a roster move yesterday where they released a player, have not signed one. Don't be shocked if that's a tight end. That's just my own thinking. Um, says that the Marvin Leal, he is in the concussion protocol. So the protocol is the protocol. Um, you know how that is. Uh, Presley Harvin, he says they'll look at him later in the week to see if he's going to be able uh, to punt with his hamstring. I I'm not, wouldn't be shocked to see him not participate until then. He's a guy that, you know, if he can get the job done at the end of the week, they could probably go with him. But I, I have a feeling it'll be kind of the same plan with him this week. And he said James Daniel is looking better. But then later on, Coach Tomlin also said this could be a tough week for him if they're going full pads because he he was the example he used when he said it might it might be a little bit more exclusive by by practicing in pads. Someone someone like a James Daniels might not be able to participate as much with him coming back from his groin injury. That was all the injuries that Coach Tomlin mentioned. Um, that's a good bit going into Baltimore. Speaking of Baltimore, he talked to. Talked about them. He says, we know them. They know us. Talked about the offense. They have a new offensive coordinator, but it's but it's um, still the same sort of things, um, meaning in a good way for them, um, and that they, they they still know how to, to maximize Lamar. Um, and, the, and it's interesting that he brought up this, this statement. Some might read into it more than what it was, like me. Maybe I am too much. And he talks about how Lamar is able to read the full field. I don't know if that's um, really about Lamar or about something else. Um, talked about Andrews and how he's warming up to things. Didn't play in week one. Um, now he had two touchdowns last week, and he's really starting to get going. He went on and on about Zay Flowers, the wide receiver. You're probably not surprised because where's Zay Flower drafted out of? Boston College. Where does Coach Tomlin's son play? Boston College. So talked a lot about Zay Flowers and how wonderful he is. Talked about how their run game is Lamar-centric, but then they have a lot of other people that they throw at you as well. When it comes to defense, he talked a lot about their pressure packages. Used the term pressure packages a good bit. Uh, said that, they're, that they have a dynamic duo at inside linebacker with, um, with uh, Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith. Talked about them at length and the things that they can do. No need for any of them to come off the field regardless of the situation. Uh, talked about Kyle Hamilton and his flexibility. Uh, had to play some in the slot last year when it was needed. Was was playing safety this year. Has come to the slot some because of injuries. He's one of those guys that can play anywhere. Um, and he said that on the defense, they play a lot of people up, for, up front. Um, they, and they never ran out of bodies. He even said about, you know, they just – 
Sign Kyle Van Noy. That's another body to then throw at you. So that's what he had to say about Baltimore. Lots of questions. We'll take a quick break, and we will tackle those questions when we come back. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. All right, Steelers fans, let's roll on with this Mike Tomlin Tuesday press conference. Here are the questions. You got to, first of all, disclaimer about questions. You got to ask yourself, how many of these reporters want to want to be so much more direct, but they still want to be able to be invited to the party to be able to ask questions? You, you got to think of that at times. So they were trying to pry, but at the same time, there's only so much you can get. Okay, Coach Tomlin started off how he's going to handle the, the quarterbacks in practice this week. It's like, um, you know, you want to get exposure to Kenny, but you can't do it without robbing the others of the prep that they could possibly need if if they were going to be called upon. And I know I said they, that's a question later. Was asked about the changes. He said about changes definitely need to happen. Changes of what Mike Tomlin talks about versus changes of what other people think are going to happen. You know he's not talking about the same thing. He's not talking about changes in the coaching staff and things like that. He's talking about changes of what they can do to get ready. So first of all, we said the number one change, physicality. Okay. They're, so they're changing their practice attire this week. He says their changes are is the division of labor being being more finely tuned. Um, didn't want to go too much into that. They kept prying and he kept saying a little bit more, but he didn't want to go too much into that because he doesn't want to divulge a game plan, which I which I get as well. But what Coach Tomlin hinted at later, which I'll get to, I think fans might be happy about. Was asked about was asked about the offensive coaching. Coach Tomlin says not good enough. Not good enough. Okay. When you're playing poorly, it starts there, looking at what you're doing from a coaching standpoint to, to have um, everything come together. And notice he said, and he brought this up specifically, he said, I'm not saying winning. I'm saying playing poorly. Because I don't think anyone's going to talk about the Steelers having a complete offensive game. I, I would say there's only one game out of four so far that I wouldn't put in the poorly category, and that was Las Vegas. I would put it in the average. So if you're talking about four games and you have one average and three poor, but this is kind of what the Steelers have signed up for. This is what you get from Matt Canada. A great day for Matt Canada gives you an average offensive performance. Um, so it is frustrating. All right. Um, Coach Tomlin was specifically asked about changing the play caller. There it is. That's the best way people could ask stuff. And 
I liked his answer. Oh, I didn't like the answer, but it wasn't a definitive as what it could have been otherwise that you would get from Tomlin. It wasn't a no. It was a not at this juncture. Okay. Does that mean that it's going to be this way beyond this week? No, but for this week, they're not. He says they are not changing it. Okay. So next I got to try to, um, to, 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 uh, oh, that's what that says. Trying to read my own notes from having to write down so much from this press conference. It was short. Okay. Yeah. That word is short. That's not what it looked like in my notes. So you can take that for what it's worth. A uh, juggle, juggling short weeks. He's like, you have to make decisions and not look back. And then you have to evaluate if that was the right call. That's Coach Tomlin saying that that has everything to do without him not having a padded practice on Wednesday. Um, he says, yeah, you had to make the decision. I don't think, you know, Coach Tomlin had on a short week going to, going to Vegas, and they did it. It worked out. He didn't like having to do it again the next week. You had to make the call after getting back Monday morning. And you evaluate that some things obviously weren't the right decisions uh, making on a short week is, is what he said. Um, was asked about um, about the play calling and and if that's an issue. And he says that's a significant, a significant component. He says you have to draw up good stuff with good players. Uh, Coach Tom was asked about the fourth and one. Um, he said, you know, about that play call. He said that was not a good call based on the results, which I think we all can agree with that. Um, that's actually more than I thought you would get out of Coach Tomlin. Um, was asked about if there'll be any changes in the secondary, and he's like, they're looking at they're looking at how to divide the labor. So that tells you that's one of those changes. He's he was. Uh, alluding to it. Not like it's a huge change, but might be something. So that hinted at something. Was asked um, what he wanted to see more from Kenny Pickett moving forward. And he says he wants to see him make better decisions. <sighs> then was asked about, did he think about kicking the field goal on fourth and one? And he's like, you know, it, it, was, it was considering it, but you've, you had a chance to draw a line in the dirt. They had settled for field goals twice in a row. They were still down 10 points. He felt they had momentum. That was their chance to draw a line in the dirt. I agree with you, coach. It was your chance to draw a line in the dirt. I love the decision to go for it on fourth down. I absolutely despise the play call that was decided upon. But he was asked about that. He was actually asked about that. Um, and... He was saying, you know, we were we were limited with some of our with some of our bigger packages. You know, couldn't bring in Broderick Jones. He was already in there for Dan Moore. Pat Freremuth was already out of the game. He mentioned some of those things. You know, bringing in that you know two blocking tight ends or, or whatever. I mean, think about it. If you wanted to bring in more blockers, are you going to bring in Connor Hayward more as your blocker? So you want to maybe put Washington and Freremuth both out there. Guess what? Framus out. Oh, maybe you bring in the jumbo tackle. Already have Roddy Jones out. I don't think they were ready to throw Dylan Cook out there. You know, he was the other guy that was that was suited up. So just because of those injuries, I get that. But you don't. This is my own personal feelings coming in again. I get that you can't go that far. But you did not have to back it off to a point of going shotgun, obvious pass, terrible route combination, 
really only given Kenny Pickett one option or out or else scrambling for a second option. You know, it, it was just not a good play call to get one yard. It really wasn't. Even the even the routes that were run within the way they set up their play was not a good play call to get one yard. You're getting one yard there. Okay. All right. Back to everything. Um was asked if the play calling can be split up to multiple people. He says play calling really is a cooperative thing. You know, in some situations, the offensive line coach might be chiming in on the offense. In some situations, on the defense, the secondary coach might be say, hey, we need to have this call with this down and distance specifically coming up, things like that. He says it, it is a collective. But, man, there's not much time to do things, so that's why it ultimately falls to one person on both sides of the ball. Was I couldn't hear who they who which player they mentioned, but they said about a player that mentioned the term heart. Um, sorry, I couldn't hear the question. Um, and Coach Tomlin says that's the playing hard that I'm talking about. He's like, um, physicality is a non-negotiable. This is the Pittsburgh Steelers. If you're if, if there's no physicality, then then we've lost our identity. Uh, that's summing up what he said. That's not an exact quote. Uh, was asked another. Can he pick a question and, and something and one of his responses to it? He says, pressure is born out of not making fluid decisions. So pressure is born out of not making fluid decisions. I think that was one of those that might have been specifically about the Pickett's last play. You know, he he didn't stand in the pocket, he rolled into the pressure. If he throws the ball right away to Connor Hayward, just at just enough to get the, the first down. That was literally the only play that he really had there without bailing out. And he had to make it right away. He had to make the decision right away to make that throw. And, and it didn't happen. Um, was asked about the screens and things like that that were really burning the Steelers. He says, you know, how you how you combat combat streets screens is whipping blocks and making tackles. That's what he said, whipping blocks and making tackles that, you know, you've got to make the play. And also said about how this is not something – Houston did not reinvent the wheel here. He didn't say reinvent the wheel. That's me summing it up. He's like, every AFC North team runs screens against us. If Houston was looking at this, they are probably studying us in the offseason and saw that's what AFC North teams try to do against us to slow down the pass rush. We've got to be better at stopping them. So to me, it was like, were they not expecting them as much? I don't know, but they've got to expect them all the time going forward. Was asked about Broderick Jones and what his thoughts on him. He says he's been practicing well, and he thought that he got better over the course of the game. And he says he expects him with a week of prep to 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 be to to really make. He didn't say do a good job. I can't remember exactly what he said, but in essence, do a good job this week. Um, was asked, was asked, this is a good question, I thought. Will coming will the bye coming up after the Ravens game factor into any injuries? Coach Tomlin gave the answer he had to give, and that is all our eyes are on Baltimore. We're focused on winning this game. But when you really look at it, it, it has to be. It has to be with some of these guys. So if they're really close, would would the having the bye week the next week really, really help play into things? But Coach Tom is not going to say this, especially with questions about if Kenny Pickett's going to be able to play or not. Uh, he was asked about Joy Porter Jr. He said his trajectory's been good. Okay, talked about how he gets to work on Wednesdays in a way that he that he doesn't other days because of Patrick Peterson being given of that stay off every Wednesday. Joy Porter gets to gets to work on those rundown situations and things like that. 
Um, and that's been really good for him. Another, this is another thing of hinting towards one of, you know, the whole division of labor thing. I, so for me, Steelers fans, the way to read it, he doesn't want to say how much more Joey Porter Jr. is going to play, but it's looking like Joey Porter Jr. is going to get an expanded role going forward. Um, was what what did uh, said if he was he was asked if he was concerned with the player's commitment to the process. And he said, no. And he's asked, how do you know? He's like, because I'm around this team every day and it's my job to gauge that. This has to do with everything that people, including myself are saying, this team kind of seemed like they're not buying in. And I still think it's a Matt Canada thing that it can even affect the defense. If you've got someone there that is so inept that isn't giving you a chance to succeed, it's really hard to buy in. But coach Tomlin, Said no, but he's got to say no. That's one of the things he has to do. Um, I, I missed it an earlier question where Coach Tomlin was asked, if if Kenny can't go, is it Mitch? And he said yes. Um, I, I don't know where that fell in there, but I want to make sure I got that in there. Was asked about the tush-push play. They specifically said tush-push, which I don't like that term, but anyway. Um, and if he feels differently about it now as much as it was used – from a competition committee standpoint, should it be outlawed? He said the committee decided not to do anything about it. My, I stand with the committee, and we're not changing that right now. Um, two more questions was asked about Keanu Benton um, and his how he's been doing so far. And he's like he's had a he's had a bigger opportunity based on circumstances. You know, Cam Hayward going out in week one. Benton's got the most playing time of the rookies because of those circumstances, and he thinks that he is continually getting better. Last but not least, he was asked about, um, you know, having success against Lamar Jackson, and he's and coach and you know and one of the teams that have been able to 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 hold him down a little bit more. And Coach Tom said, you know what, we've got to have plans against all these AFC North quarterbacks. It's it's our job. It's what we have to do. So whether we're successful or not at those plans you know, that comes game to game, but you've got to have a plan when it comes to specifically those quarterbacks in your own division. So there we go. That's coach Tomlin press conference. I know to me, it almost sounds like you've got to find other things to work on other than the fact that your offensive coordinator is completely incapable of doing the job. So they focus on physicality. So they focus on other things of getting players to play harder and play better, which to me, some people might agree with this. That could just be like putting a Band-Aid on a corpse. Now, granted, if the Steelers don't come out flat in that game and they come out with more physicality, then it's a whole different thing. To me, it sounds like everything that the Steelers are doing, and Mike Tomlin is doing everything short of saying this, Everything else they're doing is to minimize the Matt Canada effect. Isn't it a shame that he has to come out and say that and do that? And as I, some people still want to blame Coach Tomlin for keeping him around. From everything that I'm hearing from, you know, unofficially from stuff, it is not Mike Tomlin that wants to keep him around. It's above Mike Tomlin. And if you think that's Omar Khan, then you're mistaken. It's above Mike Tomlin that's making them have to ride this out with Matt Canada. And it seems like throughout this press conference, everything that Coach Tomlin is saying is trying to maximize everything else they can possibly do to minimize the effect of one bad coach. Um, maybe you're saying, well, Tom just needs to take stuff away. Maybe. If, if he has the power to do so and has not done it, then absolutely that is on Mike Tomlin. 
The only question is, does he have the power to make that decision? And from some of the stuff I've been hearing, the answer is is, is he doesn't. Uh, we're going to talk about this a lot more in depth, the stuff I was just saying tonight on the Skillbro Show, just after 9 p.m. on our YouTube channel. Don't miss that. Don't miss that. Um, you're, you're, you're going to want to hear a, a few things that uh, Big Bro and I, I, I told him, I'm like, we have to stop talking. We have to save stuff for the show. But he had some specific things he wanted to, to talk about. So don't miss that. Make sure you're, you're checking out all our podcasts. We had a, we had another great Here We Go show uh, this morning. Let's ride. Hey, I was on with Bad yesterday for Bad Language, uh, really just uh, kicking some of these things back and forth. Um, lots of fun there. And of course, make sure you're checking out steelcurdnetwork.com for all your editorial needs. We'll continue to bring everything that we can to you there. Whew, that's Coach Tomlin's press conference. I wish there was more obvious sweeping changes, but for right now, we just got to hope that the Steelers can, can do what they're basically tasked to do, and that is minimize their offensive coordinator's effect on the game um, through other ways. So I know it doesn't give a lot of hope to Steelers Nation, but you know what? Sunday's a new game. I don't have much hope for Sunday. I uh, So much so I was supposed to go and I sold my tickets. So we'll see how they can turn it around. It is a familiar opponent. And uh, I even heard uh, I heard Mark Madden say on Madden Monday on, on the um, – on, on through fans for sports network through uh, breakfast with Ben's podcast, go check it out. Even Mark Madden said, you know what? They should not win this game against Baltimore. So they probably will. <laughs> and you know what? If, if Mark Madden even says that I, I get that. So, Hey, I'm still going to tune in Sunday. I'm still going to see what this team can do, but uh, man, I, I hope they can get up for this Baltimore game. <sighs> That's it. That's all. And as I always have to say to close these out, go Steelers. Steel Curtain Network. Get it.